Blog Talk Radio. We're here, God, because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything.
Give the Lord praise tonight. Welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host this evening. And just want to thank everybody, our listening audience, and our Blog Talk Radio family, and those that are following us on our website at prayerinternational.org, www.prayerinternational.org. If you need to contact us, we're at 619-638-8458 during the show. Uh, Feel free to call and listen in. Uh, sometimes we frequently check in and have callers uh, share, so feel free. Uh, check the chat room out if you want to give a testimony or just connect with different Christians. Maybe you want to put in a prayer request or a prayer report or just let us know what God's doing in your life. Uh, feel free to check out the chat room. 
You can also find us on Facebook under Prayer International and different media streams. We've got Ustream, YouTube, and uh, Blogger.com. We're doing daily devotions. So check us out. We just want to make things available for your Christian growth that you would just experience more fullness in your walk, you know, that your faith will grow. The presence of God will deepen and enrichen in your, be enriched in your life and that you will go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. So that's what we're here to help. You know, the Bible says that he gave gifts unto men, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. The reason he gave these fivefold ministry groups, these different gifts to the body of Christ, were to edify and build up and perfect the saints, to bring them to a place of maturity. And just like I submit to a pastor on Sunday mornings, to help encourage my Christian growth. I want to encourage those of you that can get involved in a local church, uh, in your area, in your city, in your county, wherever you're at, uh, find a local church where Jesus is Lord, Jesus is the center focus, where the Word of God is the central truth and the foundation of that church. And just be open to what the Spirit of God wants to do in and through your life. And so, you know, we encourage people to find a local church and get involved locally in prayer groups and Bible studies and whatever you can. But I want to say this. Do not replace your relationship with God for a church service. Do not replace your prayer time or your experience with God with just a Bible study or a prayer group. Although those things are good, and sometimes even necessary for our Christian growth to really grow in community, which is coming together as believers in unity with a common denominator being Jesus Christ in our lives to go forth and do the will of God that way. But, you know, a lot of times people trade in their relationship for religion. They get sucked into the what we call churchianity, rather than Christianity. And so find a balance in your spiritual life where you do pray and you do meditate and understand and and get to know the Word of God, where you daily communicate with God and experience the richness of His presence, where you understand the values of worship, you understand what it means to share your faith and be a light. You know, these are part of the things, some of the things that we do as Christians, but it's out of the overflow of our relationship. It should never be to attain anything. It should never be to try to arrive to some spiritual plateau. The reason we do these things is to show our appreciation and our love for the Lord Jesus. The reason we do these things is to help bring others into an awareness of prayer and praise, worship, and, and who God is and the reality of his presence. So that's why that's why we do what we do here. And that's why we're motivated to worship as much as we do. You know, we play. I don't know about all the other blog talk radio shows. I don't know if they do worship or music or whatever. Really, to be honest, very rarely, besides the JC Overcomers and a few others, uh, you know, I know there's, a, you know, World CPI, some other 
uh, people that we follow and check out from time to time, you know. But really, I don't. I don't even go there. Okay, we we believe that the Lord told us to use this as a tool to spread His word and to create a platform where people can experience and encounter the presence of God, just like they would in the church for a Bible study or in any other setting, but that we can have an online community of believers where we can come together and grow in the Lord. And so that's what this is for. That's why we're doing this. And so, yes, we'll have a big emphasis on worship. Why? Because we think it's vital for Christian growth to experience God's presence. You know, if you're not touched by him, if you're not affected and moved by him on the inside, in your inner man, if you're not growing daily in your spirit. You know, you may grow theologically, you may grow mentally or intellectually in biblical things. But if you're not encountering his presence every day and you're not hearing his voice every day, you're going to miss out on the the good things that God's got for you. I know in my own life, the times when I'm not praying and listening to God and I'm doing my own thing, I'm following my own ways, or I'm going after my own plans, I miss out on so many things that the Lord has had prepared for me all throughout my lifetime. There's been times and seasons in my life where I did literally miss out on the blessings of God strictly because I wasn't open or I didn't pray to listen or maybe I heard God lead me in a direction or, or people were pointing me in a direction spiritually and I just ignored godly wisdom or I ignored godly counsel. Maybe times in my life when I needed to be in fellowship and be up under a spiritual covering, I wasn't. I was out there wandering in the wilderness. And maybe some of you that are listening tonight, you're in different seasons, in different stages of the process of your Christian walk. Maybe you need a covering. Maybe you need a pastor or some kind of mentor in your life to help push you, nurture you, encourage you in the things of God. Or maybe you are a mentor or a pastor or a leader and you just need encouragement and strength because you've poured out, poured out, poured out, poured out. And now you need to be refreshed. Maybe you just came into this Christian walk and you're not sure about any of it. But you're hungry and you're curious for whatever encounter with God you can have. Whatever way God wants to reveal himself to you. Be open because, see, God does whatever he pleases. And it's funny, in our Christian circles, in our Christian churches, even in our radio shows and our TV shows and everything else going up there, we try to put God in such a box. And we come up with our own traditions. We come up with our own little deals that we equate to God. Or we equate certain things to being spiritual or more spiritual. But see, the Bible says God does whatever he pleases. And there's not enough books that you could even write in to contain all the exploits of Jesus, just what Jesus did. Now think about it. Why why is it we take Genesis to Revelation and say, this is God. Everything contained in this book is who God is. But if it's not contained in this book, it might not be God. Well, you know what? The Bible itself says there's not enough books to even fill up to explain and discuss and go into detail the works of Jesus Christ. It doesn't talk about the works of the Holy Spirit. 
that doesn't talk about all the works of God and all the men and women God. Do you really think that the only men and women that God ever used were only written about in the Bible? Do you really think the only miracles, the only things that God ever spoke about or did or, or what people experienced were only written about in 66 books? We're talking 6,000 plus years of history. More than that. But even in what's contained in the Bible, the, the time span, the timeline, look, that you could not fit it all in there. So how is it we think that well, if it's not in the Bible, it's not God. You know, we have the Bible as a checks and balance system to kind of keep us on track, keep us on point, keep us in focus. The Bible is not a law unto itself. The Bible is not the, the total circumference of who God is, although it explains in detail a lot of who God is. Explains a lot about his character and a lot about his heart and a lot about his ways. And yes, we need to make the Bible the central theme and the central focus of what we do. It needs to be a foundation in our lives. We need to build on it. But just like a house, if all you have is a foundation and you've got a concrete slab out there and that's all you have is a concrete slab and it's time to set up and move in to your house, but all you have is a concrete slab, it's not going to be very uh, effective living. And then your Christian walk is, uh, if all you have is a Bible study, if all you have is a Bible, or some teaching that a man gave you, or some doctrine that a church gave you, maybe some tradition that was handed down from your parents, if that's all you have, not going to be very exciting living. See, the Bible says we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Well, if you look at the word, word, that word for word in Hebrew, in Greek, I'm sorry, is called logos, which is the written word. Okay? But this word, when it says every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, the word there is rhema. Rhema. A rhema word. It means a living, effective, a, a spirit-filled, a now word. It's God speaking it to his people now, specifically, for what's going on in your life. That may not be defined in the Bible specifically, although there's examples. And there's different things we can look at and gauge with our Bible. We still must hear the voice of the Spirit of God. The Bible says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. And today I want to charge you and encourage you that if you have ears, begin to fine-tune them, begin to turn them to heaven. Begin to prepare your hearing so that you can hear God clearly. You see, the Bible says the cares of the world choke out the word of God within us which tells me there's constantly things going on in your life and in my life, all of our lives, that are trying to get our time and our attention, trying to get our talents and our treasures. You know, it's funny how the enemy will try to mess your schedule up or he'll try to get you to put your finances in certain things or he'll try to cause you to use your talents that the Lord gave you 
and pridefully say, look what I have done, rather than look what the Lord has done for me or through me or in me. See, truthfully, the Bible says, unless the Lord build the house, we all labor in vain. That apart from him, we can do nothing, but through him, we can do all things through Christ because he strengthens us. Even in our weakness, he can make us strong. Even in our shortcomings, he can cause us to overcome. Even in our weakness, you know what? He can turn things around. He says everything works together for the good. For those that are called of God, for those that love God and are called according to his purpose. And today, if you love God, and you feel the calling of God pulling you towards his purposes, Maybe you you love God and you just have no clue about the purposes of God. You just know that you love him because he's your savior. Well, listen, there's more for you than just salvation. Just like there's more for, for my life than just walking through the front door of my house and standing in the foyer. I mean, what if that was it? Just walk through the front door and just stand in the foyer. You see, that's salvation. Jesus said, I'm the door. I'm the way in to the kingdom. He never said, this is it. Once you get in the door, just just stay there and just look at the door. Now, he said, in my father's house, there's many mansions. He said, I'm the door. He's the way into the kingdom. See, there's a whole kingdom that God wants you to experience. And in that kingdom, there's things, there's people. There's blessings. There's assignments. There's things to do. There's work to be done. But see, if all you're doing is standing around in the foyer, staring at the back of the door, or standing on the porch, standing in the doorway, gloating and gloating over your salvation, which there's nothing wrong with rejoicing in Jesus, but you're saved. But if all you got is a, a prayer you prayed in the church or all you have is a little ditty that you did and then it never went any further from there. Then what do you really have? You see, that's why Jesus said he's seeking such to worship him in spirit and in truth. And God's looking for us to worship him in spirit and in truth. What that means is is we have to come not only in the door of salvation through the door of Jesus, through the blood of Christ that gets us into heaven, that gets us into the kingdom, gets us into his presence. See, that's the introduction to the Father. And there's so much more waiting for us. So if you're listening, this is Prayer International Radio. Call the number 619-638-8458. And again, we've got the chat room open. Feel free to give us a call. Check us out at www.prayerinternational.org. We'll be right back.
only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine. And oh, 
voice and ask for his presence.
As deep cries out, too deep, we want nothing else. As deep cries out, too deep, sing, come Lord Jesus. Come Lord Jesus, come, you're all that we want, come. Where you go, I go, what you say, I say, God. 
days will come when you don't have the strength When all you hear is you're not worth anything Wondering if you ever could be loved And if they truly saw your heart they'd see too much You're beautiful
Telling how good he is where you're at. Just lift it up. Thank you, God. We celebrate you tonight. Uh, praise God, we're back. And welcome back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. We're just taking some time to worship our Heavenly Father and give all glory, honor, and praise to Jesus. You know, like I mentioned before, we broke for the music. The majority of what we do here is just worship God and take time to pray, lift people up to the Lord. Just create a place for God's spirit to dwell Just so he knows that he's honored He's glorified, he's praised And this can be our sanctified time To just give all glory and honor and praise to the Lord You know, originally when we started We wanted to just have a prayer radio And it kind of developed into more teaching More talk, different things And we, you know, we kind of lifted it up to the Lord, Sean and I, and just decided, hey, whatever this turns into, we give glory and honor to the Lord. But first and foremost, we want to pray. And I was going to teach tonight, but I just really sensed the Holy Spirit saying, you know, pray for the people listening. Pray for those, you know, that are joined with your spiritual family here. So, you know, uh, my wife and I are in prayer for you guys for those of you in the chat room, I know tonight we had Will Z, P.I., and Abel Keller, and Cirrus. Earlier we had a few guests. Different people have popped in and out. Uh, 
you know, throughout the chat room. I know a lot of people listen by phone and different media streams for Anthony and, and some of those others that are faithful to just join with us. Hey, we want to lift you up. So right now, Father, I pray for those in the chat room. Father, I pray your will be done and your kingdom come. Lord, that you would bless your people tonight, Father, that you would empower them with your Holy Spirit tonight, Lord. Father, for those listening, for those that are tuning in on Blog Talk or tuning in through other streams, listen to the archives, whatever. Father, we just pray for you to bless and touch them by the power of your Holy Spirit. Get them in the middle of your assignment. Get them in the center of your will. Help them be fixed and focused. Help them to lean on your spirit. Help them to listen to your voice. Lead them in their spirits. Lead them in their hearts, Father. Lead them by your word, by your holy word, by your Bible, by the word of truth. And, Father, we just ask, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit would make things clear. Father, you told us to call, to call unto you, and you would show us great mighty things, that you would answer us. If we would just ask, we would receive. And if we seek, you said we would find. All we had to do is knock, and that door would be open. So, Father, right now, I just knock on your door, Father. I knock on heaven's door in agreement with our friends and family in the chat room tonight. Father, with our friends and family that are listening and tuning into the website, and for all our brothers and sisters all around the globe that name the name of Jesus Christ, Father, I pray, Father, your will be done and your kingdom come tonight, Lord. We knock on that door. We ask that you would open up the floodgates of heaven, Father, and that you would send down your spiritual rain, send down your Holy Spirit, Father, send down your glory, Father God, that you would transform our lives. That, Lord, you would cause your people to be a glory and a praise to you. A glory and a praise in the earth. Lord, you said you wanted a bride without spot or blemish that would be a glory and a praise in the earth. So, Father, we pray, Lord, reface your bride, so to speak, Lord. Redress and reclothe your bride, Lord, and what the world sees as Christianity, Lord, we pray, Father, let it be pure and undefiled. Let it be true, Father, by your spirit, Lord. I pray, Father, for those in the name, of the name of Christ, that they could exemplify Jesus, that we could exemplify Jesus, that my wife and I and Sean and this ministry, Prayer International, and those that are listening to us, that name Jesus' name. Help us all to exemplify Christ and to take our place on the wall. Father, raise up a spirit of prayer in your people. Bless their families. Bless their children. Father, we pray right now for for Cirrus. We pray for her son right now. Lord, I know that, Father, she just wants your will in his life. So, Father, right now, Lord God, we just give you praise, Lord. Right now, we just thank you for what you're doing. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing. Lord, in Cirrus' life, Lord. We pray for Jaden right now, Lord God. We pray that you'd bless him, Father God. Bless whatever he puts his hands to. Let it prosper. Let it be blessed. Give him the favor of the Lord. Reveal yourself to him in a mighty way. Father, we pray for their family right now. 
Father, we pray for April. And, Father, we ask that you would touch and breathe on this video that's on YouTube, and we pray for the families and the people affected by the floods. We pray for anyone that's been affected by these floods, that you touch them in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, we pray for those that are listening tonight, Lord God, that, Father, you'd reveal your plan and your purpose. Lord, we pray for your will, your kingdom, that, Lord, you would take the kingdoms of this world, and that, Father, we pray that they would become the kingdoms of our God. And we just give you praise, Lord, for what you're doing in all of our lives and in the lives of those listening tonight. That you empower them, encouraging them by your Holy Spirit, by your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Like I mentioned earlier, I didn't really want to get into teaching. I just wanted to pray and keep things centered on Jesus tonight. I think the next couple nights we'll get into some teaching. We'll get into some word. But I really just wanted to pray and just give it to the Lord. And before we do, I'm going to read one chapter of the Word and just let it speak for itself. And then we're going to worship God. So we're going to go to the book of Psalms, chapter 1. So Psalm, chapter 1. It's a good psalm, obviously, if they put it at the very beginning of the book. And so let's go. This is going to be the King James Version and Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the river of living water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, this verse 4. The ungodly are not so. They are like the chaff which the wind just blows and drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Now, a lot of people would take this and say this is legalistic or legalism or Old Testament. But let me just say this. The Bible says God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you know, 90% of what Jesus declared in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the book of Acts, and in Revelation if you look at everything in red, you can trace 90% of it back to a scripture that he quoted from the Old Testament. So I just want to say this. God promises blessing to a man that walks not in the counsel, which means you don't take advice or you don't take counsel, you don't take direction of the ungodly. See, sometimes in our lives we have issues because we take direction from the ungodly. We take advice from people that know not the things of God. They're not full of the word of God. They're not sensitive to God's way of doing things. You see, God promises a blessing to every man, every woman that walks not in the counsel of someone who is not in God or not in God's ways. 
it continues to say, verse 2, but his or her delight is in the law of the Lord, which means what we get excited about, what we get enthusiastic about, what motivates our lives is God's holy word. It's not only his written word, the logos, like we talked about earlier, but also that rhema word Jesus said, every word that proceeds out of my mouth. He says, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of my mouth. That word was rhema, which is a living now word, a spoken, a direct spiritual word for this moment in time. Whereas the logos, okay, the word was God, the word was made flesh. That word, the written word, was a word that was already wrote and set in stone, literally. You know, most of these scriptures were written on parchment or written on stone, just like the commandments. So, so God says his delight or her delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law, in God's law, do they meditate night and day. Continually. See, Jesus said through the New Testament, He who keeps his mind on me, I will keep him in perfect peace. He who keeps his mind on me continually, actually, it says, I will keep him in perfect peace. That's New Testament. Old Testament is meditate night and day. And this is the blessing. This is the blessing that comes from meditating night and day on the words of God. Verse 3. And you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. See, God wants you to have production or produce out of your life, and there's a season of time when that's supposed to take place. But see, there's a process. The first process was to meditate night and day in the Word. Then comes a blessing where you become like a tree. Of righteousness and planted, which means you're rooted down firmly. And as you know, most trees go out and start kicking the tree, go try to tackle a tree, go try to move a tree without tying a chain around it and hooking a giant truck up to it. I don't suggest you use a pickup because it'll probably rip your bumper off. Okay, but trees are unmovable, unshakable as long as they're rooted and rooted by living water. And God says this, if you meditate night and day on my word, you'll be rooted, you'll get firm, you'll get strengthened, you'll be established, you'll, your roots will go down so deep that you can't be moved. When the wind comes, all you do is maybe just sway a little bit. Maybe your leaves just flap in the breeze. But the tree doesn't get uprooted. When the breeze and the wind takes the chase. See, the chase is driven away by the wind, the dust, the, the things that are no good, the, the dead things that come off what used to be living. The unfruitful, non-productive thing. That's the chase. See, if you have wheat, which is used to produce bread and produce different types of, you know, grain foods that we eat, wheat, there's also chaff that grows up with that wheat and it's not good for you. It's unfruitful, it's not nutritional, it's, there's no nothing good about it. And so God equates what his word is not meditated in, whatever's not soaked in his word, whatever's not moved and rooted 
and firm and strengthened by his word. He plates it with chafe and says it'll just blow away like that. And he placed people like that too. See, people blow away like dust, night and day. Their life is like a vapor. And they build their life on sand. So when the winds and the waves come, they're just swept away. See, listen. You'll bring forth your fruit in your season. When you get planted, what are those rivers of living water? It's the spirit of the living God. See, you have to have the word and the spirit. Spirit and in truth. Worship God in spirit. Holy Spirit. Spiritual being. Making contact with the Holy Spirit. Spirit of Christ that's in the earth. Worship Him in truth. Which means you're completely vulnerable, completely open, completely honest with God. But you're fixed. You're fixed. And you're grounded in His Word. Which is truth. So that's how you worship him. So he says, You'll bring forth your fruit and your season, and your leaf will not wither. Whatever you do will prosper. Whatever you do prospers. Yes. It's rooted in the word. It's when you get away from what God says. It's when you get away from the word of God that all of a sudden you don't prosper in things anymore. I know it's happened in my own life. I'm sure in your life it's probably happened. When you don't obey or don't follow the ways of God, things your season changes. We'll just put it like that. So there's a season for you to bear fruit. And you need to say, read the word. We've got 30 seconds, so I'm going to say this. Finish Psalm 1, or we'll just finish it. Therefore the ungodly are not so, they will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. This is the deal. Follow the Spirit of God. Root yourself in truth. Follow God's voice and obey it. And allow His Spirit to fill you and lead you and guide you. And you'll sure stand in front of God by the mercy of the blood of Jesus. And He'll say, welcome into my kingdom, good and faithful servant. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. We'll be back tomorrow, so have a blessed night. In Jesus' name. Amen.